Proverbs, chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. Good morning, everyone. Hope you've been enjoying the nice weather we've been getting. And so welcome. If there's anyone here visiting with us, we're glad to have you. And welcome to those who are at home watching. And we're also, again, glad to have you with us. So we've been looking at a series of lessons um, on overcoming, and specifically overcoming daily challenges, overcoming different things. So we've looked at a different numerous topics already so far. This morning, as it's been mentioned already, we're looking at worry. Do not worry. And that's very important for us as Christians. And we will see why as we go through this lesson together. Uh, the text we're looking at this morning is Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 to 34. So if you want to turn there, that's where we're going to be looking at this morning. And in this text, I, I think it's important to note that Jesus says in verse 25 of Matthew chapter 6, he starts off by saying, therefore, he ties this text in with the previous text. So uh, Matthew 6, 25 to 34 is talking about do not worry. We know the text very well. Why worry? If you worry, how can you add you know, an hour to your life? But the section before that is talking about treasures in heaven. And Jesus talks about don't store things up on earth, store things up in heaven for yourself. Then says, therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. So it's tied together. We often like to separate the sections, and we shouldn't. We should keep it all together. And so do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven. And then he gets into this section. So let's start off by reading these verses of Matthew chapter 6. Verses 25 to 34. So remember who's speaking here. It's Jesus. And he says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin, yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. A lot of information there, and a lot of wisdom. In these verses, we see a guarantee of life's basic needs. We shouldn't be chasing after riches, as it talked about in the previous section. We don't have to be anxious about food or clothes or any of that stuff. If we put the kingdom first, God will provide the basic needs for life for us. He will take care of us. He is our God. That's what he's there for, to take after, to look after his children. He loves us. So if each of us takes the time to think about this, we will come to realize that 
We have everything we need to live. We might not have everything we want, but we certainly have everything we need to live. And we should be thankful. God doesn't want us to worry in this life. He doesn't want us to have to worry about, okay, where's my next meal coming from? Or worry about that. He'll take care of us. He'll take care of our needs. And if we trust him, we need to trust him. And so, in that section we just looked at, he's talking about so much more. He's talking about trusting, really trusting in God. I mean, we say it, but do we do it? Do we trust God to take care of us? We need to. And so, what kind of things make us worry? What kind of things make us worry? Well, first of all, usually the, at the top of the list, right? Finances. Finances. We worry about money. We worry about our bills. We worry about uh, do we have enough in our next paycheck to cover our bills? We worry about a lot of things. And some people live on barely anything. We have to realize that God is in control. God will take care of us. We need to trust him. How about relationships, marriages, friendships, colleagues, etc.? We worry about these things. How about work? Maybe you have a new job. Maybe there's a work shortage where you're working Maybe there's a downsizing and you're worried about losing your job. But you have to trust that if you do, God is going to take care of you. God will help you to find another job. And to go along with work, how about vacations? I know that sounds kind of funny, but you know what? When people fly, they worry about flying. They worry about connecting, catching their connecting flights. They worry about, oh, did I bring everything? Did I remember everything? Did I pack everything I was supposed to? We worry about things, right? How about health? Whether it's worried about somebody else's health or worried about your own health. We worry about our health, don't we? And finally, what about children? We worry about our children. I don't have any, but I'm sure that you worry about your children. You're worried that they'll grow up healthy. You're worried that they'll do well in school. You're worried that they'll make good friends at school. They won't get in with the wrong crowd. And you're worried that eventually they'll marry a God-fearing person. That's You worry whether they will or won't. And so these are some of the things that we worry about. And we worry about these things needlessly. We shouldn't. And so I want to just use an illustration here to, to make a point. And the slide is right there. There's a card game. I've introduced some members of the church to this card game already. It's called MAD, MAD card game. And this card here that you see here is called What Me Worry. So you see him in the crowd, you see, What Me Worry. This card is a defense card. And it's a defense card for the cards that you see on the next slide. So here's some of the cards. There's more than this, but these are just some of the cards. So one of them is an exchange hand. You can, ex you can change hands with somebody else. Uh, give three cards to somebody or two cards out of your hand to somebody. So the what me worry is the defense card. So when you slap that card down, what happens is it's, it blocks and reverses. So if somebody's trying to make you pick up three, they have to pick up three. If they're trying to give you two cards, nope, block. You give two cards to them. So it's quite the fun game. But I say all this to point out that this is something that you need to think about. Not worrying is a defense in a sense. It is a defense. It's a defense against who? It's a defense against Satan. Satan can't get to you if you're not worried, right? Satan wants to play with our minds. He wants us to worry. He wants us to worry about everything. Why? Because it distracts us. It takes our mind off of God. It takes our mind off of the trust of God. We forget that God's there. And that's what Satan wants from us. So what me worry, in the same way we need to have, have a what me worry attitude. 
knowing that God is always with us. We can't forget that he's always there, no matter where we are. He's with us. We need to trust the Lord. Are we just paying lip service, or do we actually mean it when we say that we trust God? If we mean it, then why do we react the way we do sometimes when situations come up and we worry? Why do we do that? Don't we truly believe that God can help us? Where's our faith? Why do we worry? What are some practical ways that we can look at to help us to deal with worry? And that's what we want to look at now. We want to think about these things. And some of this information was taken from a website I thought was very good. And I want to use that this morning. And so, number one, practical ways we can deal with worry. Recognize how little worry can help you. Worry doesn't have the power to prevent anything bad from happening in your life. Also, the bad things that you worry about may never end up happening. So we worry. We waste energy for nothing. And many good things can happen instead. We assume the worst. And then, oh, that worked out pretty good. I'm surprised. So worry is completely useless. We need to get rid of it as Christians. It doesn't help us. Number two, recognize how much worry harms you. Do you realize the harm that worry causes you? Worrying doesn't benefit in any way. But it does harm you in a lot of ways. Worry harms your health physically. How many of us, our blood pressure goes up when we worry? Or how about causing insomnia or suppress your immune system? Worrying does these things physically. How about mentally? Sends a stream of negative thoughts to your mind. And how about spiritually? Because when you worry, you're encouraging fear rather than faith in God. That's what you're doing. You're encouraging fear. You're allowing fear to take over and you're forgetting about God. Worry also wastes valuable time and energy that you could be using for something else. How much time and energy do you do you use worrying? And then in the end, things worked out, right? So point number three. Well, actually, Proverbs 12, verse 25, before that. Anxiety weighs down the heart, but a kind word cheers it up. So let me say that again. Anxiety wears down the heart, but a kind word cheers it up. Something to remember. Point number three, distinguish between worry and concern. There is a difference. We can be concerned about something. Worrying is something completely different altogether. So while it's healthy to be concerned about something, it's unhealthy to worry about it. That's because concern motivates you to do something, to solve problems, or plan helpful ways to cope with them. But worry, ah, worry keeps you stuck on problems. It keeps you distracted from planning any helpful ways of dealing with them. You're just... Boom, you're caught in a moment, and that's all you can think about. You're worrying. Number four, trust God to deal with what worries you. Trust God. You know, we worry, and then we forget about God completely. And it's like, okay, we're just caught up with this, and God isn't even there. We're not thinking about him. Since God wants the best for you, is always with you, and has the power to do anything, you can trust any worrisome situation to him and invite him to work it out for the best. Pray. Bring it to God. Leave it at his feet. Let God work it out for you. First Peter chapter 5, verse 7. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. That's what God has told us to do. Leave the anxiety with God. Don't worry. Number five, develop healthier lifestyle habits. Unhealthy lifestyle habits may make you more prone to worrying than you would be if you took care of yourself the way God intended you to. So eat nutritious meals, drink plenty of water, reduce or eliminate caffeine, get plenty of sleep, exercise regularly, say no to activities that you don't really want to do. 
or can't reasonably handle. Some people can't reasonably handle certain uh, exercises, certain activities. And practice relaxation techniques such as deep breathing and releasing tension in your muscles. Do these things. They will help you. Number six, look beyond your circumstances to God. Sometimes when we're caught up in worrying, we can't look beyond it. And we should. When you focus your thoughts too much on your circumstances, it's easy for your mind to wander off into worrying. But if you focus on God, ah, who is in control of your circumstances, who's in control of everything, which is the very point that Jesus was making in that text that we looked at, is God is in control. Why worry? If you think about that, you'll get to know more about his great power and his love, which will help you see that it makes sense to stop worrying and to trust God. The seventh point, use prayer and meditation to reduce stress and anxiety. And I'm not talking about Eastern meditation, obviously. I'm talking about meditating on God's word. So use prayer and meditation to reduce stress and anxiety, to take that stuff away. Brain scans and EEG monitoring have both shown that praying and meditating can significantly reduce the stress and anxiety that triggers worry. Pray regularly about whatever concerns you. Meditate on Bible verses that describe God's comforting promises to you. Do those things. They'll help you. They'll they'll keep you from worrying. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Bringing them to God. Stop worrying. Bring them to God. Let God take care of those things. Number eight, live in the moment. Live in the moment. Worry focuses your attention on the future, what's going to happen. Anticipating negative events that may never happen. I go through it all the time when I bring my car in to get repaired, and I'm thinking, oh, how how big is this bill going to be? And I'm worrying and worrying, and then they tell me, and it's maybe about one-third of what I thought it was going to be, and I say, why did I worry about that? What a waste of time that was. Decide to live in the present, taking one day at a time, as Jesus says you should, trusting that he will empower you, to handle every worrisome situation that comes your way. Trust, trust. And finally, the last point. Cultivate contentment. Cultivate contentment. If you're not content with your life the way it is right now, you're going to be prone to worry. It means you need to change something. Ask God to teach you to be content with whatever circumstances you encounter. Focus on the fact that God is always with you. Place your confidence in God's goodness. Trust him to accomplish Good purposes through whatever type of circumstances you go through at any given time. Trust. I keep saying it over and over again. Trust, trust, trust. Make a habit of noticing the many ways that God is blessing you every day. Don't concentrate on what is out of your control. Concentrate on what you can see that God is doing in your life. Thank God for those blessings. Thank God for his help. I want to finish this lesson with the passage of scripture that we had at the very beginning, which is the reading. And I want us to take a look at that again. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 to 6. And why? Because these are so very important. And listen to the words of these these two verses. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. Trust in God fully. If you trust God fully, it will take away most of your worry. We need to do that. Jesus said in our text in Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 to 34, he said, Seek first 
his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be given to you as well. Are you part of the kingdom of the church? Have you clothed yourself with righteousness, the righteousness of Jesus, through the waters of baptism? If you haven't done that yet, I invite you to come forward right now, at this time, and make that decision. Let's stand as we sing our last song in the morning.